Welcome to the house of the Lord. Amen. Uh, our theme this year, so you don't get lost uh, when I start preaching. Our theme for this year as a ministry uh, is from the book of Esther, chapter 12, verse 14. Now, that scripture says, you don't know whether you have come into the kingdom, but for such a time as this. So our emphasis this year has been on uh, our assignment in God's kingdom, that we have come at a timely uh, season into God's kingdom. Amen. So you hear me referencing Esther a lot as I preach. That's where it's coming from. So if you hear me saying Esther did this, it's because our theme this year is coming from the book of Esther. So I would encourage you uh, to read the book of Esther. If you are a member of this house and you have not read that book before, I encourage you to do that because this year I'll be referencing that book quite a lot in my, in my sermons, in our, in our messages. Amen. Uh, but today, our anchor scripture is going to come from the book of Exodus. If you were here last week, uh, that's where we were preaching from. Uh, but today, I believe we, if you are here for the first time too, you'll be able to catch up with where we are. Amen. Uh, last week, I was talking about your gift will make room for you. But today, I have a different topic. Uh, today, I'm going to be talking about the God that sees, the God that hears, the God that knows and the God that delivers. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So I'm going to be talking about the God that sees, the God that hears, the God that knows, and the God that delivers. Amen. Hallelujah. And it's all just going to be coming from the book of Exodus chapter 3. And that's where we are going to be uh, dwelling in uh, most of the time today. Uh, so I'm going to give you the verse real quick. Can we turn to Exodus chapter 3 uh, from verse 7? Amen. It's in, the old, it's in the Old Testament. It's the second book after the book of Genesis. Exodus means drawn out. It is one of the books that were written by a man called Moses that we are going to be uh, hearing a lot of in this uh, chapter. Exodus chapter 3 from verse 7. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmaster, for I know their sorrows. Amen. Can you read with me? Let's all read together. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. Amen. So that's where I derived. He is the God that what? That sees. He is the God that hears. And he is the God that knows. And then uh, verse 8 will say, all right, let's go to verse 8. Amen. So I have come down to deliver them out of the land of the Egyptians and to bring them up from that land to a land, uh, to a good and large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites. Amen. Hallelujah. So he is the God that sees he is the God that hears, he is the God that knows, and he is the God that delivers. Amen. So, 
the children of Israel had been in slavery uh, or in bondage for 400 years. And then the Lord shows up and he says, I have been seeing what's been happening. And I've been hearing what they've been crying to me saying, hallelujah. And I've known what they've been going through, hallelujah. You came to the house of the Lord, I just want you to know, whatever area you are at in your life, that the God that we serve is the God that knows. He is the God that when you call to him, he hears your prayers. Hallelujah. He is also the God that sees the things that you are going through. Hallelujah. And he is also a God that is mighty to deliver. So after 400 years of being in captivity, the word of the Lord says God came to a man called Moses and he said to him, I am sending you to go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. The things that oppress people are not always the same. They are different things. Your battles are different from my battles. What I'm struggling with is different from what you are struggling with. What are my battles and my fights might probably be different from your fights and your battles. But all, but in, in, in everything, the Lord says, I know your situation. I am the God that wants to meet with you where you are at. Amen. I want to meet with you where you need me. Hallelujah. So when God was speaking to Moses, Moses says, who shall I say has sent me? Then the Lord says, you shall tell them, I am has sent you. Hallelujah. He says, I am, that's my name. I am who I am. Meaning that to you, he is the great I am. To me, he is the great I am. He is what he is to me. Hallelujah. When I need a miracle, he is a miracle worker in my life. When I need healing, the Bible says he is the balm of Gilead. He knows where to touch me. He knows how to heal me. He knows to meet with me at my point of need. His name is the great I am. Hallelujah. He is not limited in his ability. He is, not, he is not constrained in his capabilities. That's why he says to Moses, if I was to just to tell you that, go tell them that Jehovah Jireh has sent you. Some will just limit me to the God that provides. But he says I'm more than the God that provides. I am Jehovah Rapha. I am the Lord that heals. I am beyond Jehovah Rapha. I am Jehovah Shalom. When you are in need of peace, then I am the Lord that comes and I bring peace in that in that uncertainty. I bring peace in that in, in, in that situation where you are facing turmoil. That's the God that He is. So He says to up to Moses, "I'm sending you to go tell Pharaoh. I've come with a." For your situation, Hallelujah. The word of the Lord says, "Let my people go." He's saying, "Let them go so that they can go to a place where they can worship me." To each and every one of us, there is a place that God calls the ultimate place of comfort. Or there is a place that God calls the ultimate place of destiny. To the children of Israel, that land was a physical land. It was a land called Canaan. And in that land that they were being promised, it was not a land unoccupied. Hallelujah. But it was a land of the Hittites, the Canaanites, the Amorites and the Perizzites. Hallelujah. Amen. It was not uninhabited. There were people that were already there. I want to tell you today, your breakthrough or your miracle, hallelujah. 
Uh, sometimes you've got to fight for it. Hallelujah. Sometimes you've got to go to war in order to possess what God has in store for you. Now that because God has said he wants to bring you from a land of captivity to a land of, that flows with milk and honey. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy because God has said that. Hallelujah. It doesn't mean the journey is going to be easy because the word of prophecy has been given. One time Paul was writing to his spiritual son called Timothy. He says to Timothy, Timothy, I need you to war according to the prophecies that have been spoken on your life. So he was saying to Timothy, there are words that have been spoken to you. There are words of an expected end for your life. Because the Bible says, I know the plans that I have for you. There are plans for good and not for bad. There are plans for an expected end. Now it doesn't mean because God has said that to us, that the journey is going to be any easy. Hallelujah. Because the enemy also wants what is yours. Hallelujah. He wants what belongs to you. It means that when God has spoken a prophetic word to you, it means that it's, it's, it, 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 the, 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 the battle is just beginning. The fight is just starting. So he says to Moses, go tell Pharaoh to let my people go. The Lord then begins to orient Moses concerning who he was going to be addressing to let the people of God go. And he says to Moses, Pharaoh will not let you go easily. Uh, this morning I've not come to deal with the minute things in your life. But I've God has sent me to address the things that you have deemed impossible in your life. He says, Pharaoh is not going to let you go easily. Let's look at scripture real quick. Verse 9. Now behold, therefore, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me, and I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, who am I? So he begins to send this man. We say last week to those that were here, we say this man was also fighting his own giants and his own battles. He found himself at the backside of the desert. There is the desert and then there is the backside of the desert. There is a hopeless situation, then there is a hopeless, hopeless situation. Hallelujah. There is an impossible situation, then there is an impossible, impossible situation. That's where Moses was, and he's being sent on an assignment. Hallelujah. I've come to also tell you that your position does not determine your destiny or how God sees you. Your predicament does not determine how God interprets your future. Hallelujah. You might be facing dire situations in your life, but the Lord sees you beyond that. The Lord sees you beyond limitations. He sees you at the highest part of your potential. He sees destiny. He sees potential. He sees greatness. He looked at Moses and he saw greatness. And he says, I'm going to send you regardless of where you are at in your current situation. I have a plan for your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
This year, the Lord has said to this ministry, I've brought you up into the kingdom for such a time as this. It's not just a word for Pastor Vito. It's not just a word for Pastor Sandra. It's also a word for you. It doesn't matter where you are, where you find yourself in your life. The Lord is saying, I have an assignment for each and every member of this house. I have an assignment for you. It doesn't matter the things that have been delaying you seeing your breakthrough. The Lord is saying, I will deal with those things. Because I am the Lord that sees. I am the Lord that hears. And I am the Lord that knows. But beyond that, I am the Lord of a breakthrough. I am the Lord of deliverance. I am the Lord that makes a way where there seems to be no way. I am the Lord that does the impossible. So the Lord says to Moses, now you are going to talk to Pharaoh. But when you talk to Pharaoh, Pharaoh is not going to let you go easily. It's not going to be easy. What we are meant to do this year, when you say, I want to go to church on time, I want to tell you the blankets are going to feel like, oh, you can't leave those blankets because the Lord has a destiny for your life. Sometimes when, it, when we are calling for Bible study because there is meat at Bible study, you are going to feel like, you know what, I could be somewhere else watching a movie because the enemy will not let you go easily. He will fight your destiny. He will fight what God wants to do in you. He knows if you come to the house of the Lord and have the word in you and you begin to meditate upon that word day and night it's going to be fulfilled what the scripture said that all will begin to go well with you so it's going to try to keep you from the word when you think you need to fast that's the day you are going to feel your, your stomach complaining that's the day you are going to feel uh, that's the day they're going to bring lunch at work uh, they don't normally buy lunch any other day but on this day because it's your fasting day the moment you wake up they've brought breakfast they have donuts. They have brought some coffee. Because the enemy is fighting where God wants to take you. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody today? Hallelujah. My God. That day that you say, you know what? Today I'm just going to smile at everybody. Today I'm just going to be nice. Uh, today I'm just going to give everybody a kind word. That's the day that somebody will step on your, no, on your toes. Hallelujah. That's, that's, that's when somebody's going to hit that nerve. Hallelujah. And you're going to feel like just bursting out because they just hit that nerve. They know the exact right place to just aggravate you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But we have a God that sees. We have a God that hears. And we have a God that knows and is mighty to deliver. So he says, Pharaoh will not let you go easily. Hallelujah. My God, my God. He will not let you go easily. That's why I'm adamant concerning time. Hallelujah. It's a curse we got to break. We got to break. Hallelujah. We got to break. Pastor Bob, they say black men can't keep time. Africans can't keep time. Hallelujah. But I want to tell you what. Hallelujah. We will keep time. Hallelujah. If it means... At my house, if it means that we wake up, we, 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 we aim to get here at 9.30. So, you're, nobody's got an excuse for not being here on time. Right? Nobody's got an excuse for not making it to the house of the Lord on time. Hallelujah. My God. Because we make sure we live the, the, the house on time. We've got, we encourage each other. Hallelujah. Make sure that that alarm is on, hallelujah. If you, can't, if you can't wake up to that alarm, have somebody call you in the morning to wake you up. Make sure that you are up, hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Because you have a date 
with destiny when you come to the house of the Lord. This is where lives change. Hallelujah. This is where things happen. The devil does not want you in church. No. He doesn't want you here. Hallelujah. He doesn't want you hearing the word of the Lord. Because when you hear the word of the Lord, you will change. No one ever encountered God or the word of the Lord and remained the same. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. So the Lord says, I know Pharaoh. So the Lord begins to orient uh, Moses to the task that he was about to, uh, he was about to undertake. But I, I believe sometimes when God is giving us warnings, we, we, we aggravate or we, we, we have the propensity to just catch the highlights of what he is saying. We, we want the blessing but we don't want the work. Hallelujah. When he begins to talk of the work, hallelujah, our mind are just so focused on the blessing. Uh, no wonder we, we begin to ask God when the blessing, we, we, we don't see it materializing. Then we begin to think God is not faithful. But God is saying, no, no, no. When I spoke to you, I told you, hallelujah, that it was not going to be easy, that, that it was going to be a fight. But in that fight, there's one thing I promised you. That you are not going to walk on this journey alone. Hallelujah. You are not going to go there alone. Hallelujah. Because when God was giving Moses an assignment to go to Pharaoh, he wasn't saying to Moses, go and present yourself by yourself. He was saying, go and tell him about me. Go tell Pharaoh that the Lord has said, let my people go. Hallelujah. That's what the Lord had said. So the one that he had sent him had given him the word. But he had also had warned him. As I have warned you this morning, hallelujah. That waking up next Sunday is going to be even more difficult because I have preached about it. Being on time is going to be more hard because I have talked about it. Hallelujah. But you are going to fight within yourself and say, I'm going to, ma to make it. Hallelujah. 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 The word of the Lord says, Moses, when he went to Pharaoh, he got there and he said, the Lord has said, let my people go. Pharaoh said, which God has sent you. And the word of the Lord says, they, all, all the, this other time, the Egyptians would provide straw. When they would provide straw, then the children of Israel would mold the bricks that they would use for building. But after Moses had gone, the word of the Lord says, and Pharaoh said, don't give them straw anymore. And not only that, but I also want double the production of bricks that they were making when we were providing straw for them. Hallelujah. When the Lord begins to do something in your life, the enemy will not go silently. Hallelujah. He will kick and scratch. He will fight. He will throw the kitchen sink at you. He will do everything to, in order to keep you where you were yesterday. Because if he can discourage you, hallelujah, if he can discourage you, if he can leave you at a place where you are disoriented, then he would have won. The word of the Lord says, and the people went to Moses and said, you should have left us alone. Lord. We were better off before you came. Hallelujah. There are times when you are a Christian, you feel that you were like you were better off when you were not a Christian. Because it means, it seems like nobody in your family anymore wants to talk to you, wants to associate with you. The moment you became a Christian, your friends, the ones that you used to hang around with, they don't want to hang with you anymore. And all of a sudden, you feel lonely. Hallelujah. 
Because the enemy knows, hallelujah, if you grab hold of this thing, your life is about to change. If you begin to have the right influence in your life, there is something that's going to happen with your life. So Pharaoh said, God tell the children of Israel that I need for them to produce double what they were producing. And I need for them to get their own straw. Hallelujah. You have been sent to, to fetch your own straw that you are about to give up on Christianity. But the Lord has sent me to remind you that he is with you. What he has promised to do in your life, he will do it. What he set out to do, the word of the Lord says, he will begin a good work in you. He is the God that will see it unto completion. Hang in there. Hang in there. Continue fighting. Don't give up yet. And it's not only going to end there. It was going to take ten times for Moses to go to Pharaoh and say to Pharaoh, the Lord has said, let my people go. And each time Pharaoh would seem like he's relenting. I want to tell you, when you decide to give up drugs, it's not going to be easy. Your body is going to fight you. Everything within you is going to resist you. You are going to feel like you are about to die. But my Bible tells me the Lord is going to be with you in that battle, in that fight. He's not going to leave you alone. He will walk with you every inch of the way. He will show himself strong every step of the way. The Lord has said to Moses, Pharaoh will not let you go easily, but by a strong hand, I am going to deliver you. There is the hand of God that is made evident when you decide to live for God. There is a hand of God that is made visible when you begin to be sold out to the things of the kingdom. When you say enough is enough, I'm tired of living this life. I need something divine in my life. I want to tell you that there is a divine hand that comes to propel you to the next level. Your next level is coming. Your next level is coming. Your deliverance is coming. The Lord says, I am the Lord that sees. And I am the Lord that hears. And I am the Lord that knows. And I am mighty to deliver. Hallelujah. He is mighty to deliver. He does not only see, but he gives the withal to do something about it. Sometimes with men, we are limited. With men, we have limitations. But with God, there are no limitations. With God, everything is possible. Hallelujah. So as he was talking to them, he also told them of a blessing. He said to them, I need each and every one of the children of Israel. To go and borrow wealth from their neighbors. <laughs> Hallelujah. I need for them to go and borrow some wealth. Now someone would say, oh, probably they were being unfaithful. But I want you to think of this. How many of you know 400 years or how many of you have lived 400 years? None of us. For 400 years. The children of Israel were in bondage, making bricks, tilling the ground, serving the Egyptians. But the Lord says, when all this was happening, I am the Lord that sees. I am the Lord that hears. And I am the Lord that knows. And I am the Lord that is mighty to deliver. 
Hallelujah. So when all this was happening, the Lord was observing. The Lord, when they would cry, he said, that your, your prayers and your cry is risen up to me. The Lord was hearing the cry of his children. And he says, I have come to do one thing, to deliver them from the hand of the taskmaster, the Egyptian. Hallelujah. There is a hand of the Lord that is about to be made evident in your life. And he says, go and tell them to borrow each and every one from their neighbor. Now, sometimes when instructions are given like this, it's like that instruction that says, be on to church on time. It's the same instruction, mother. The same instruction. Everybody is hearing it. Some went and when they went to borrow, they just left with a, with a dime. <laughs> but some say, you know what, I've been told to go and borrow from my neighbor. They went to the neighbor on the left. Do you, can I borrow all your jewelry? They got some. They went to the neighbor on the right. They said, I need everything that, that shines and glitters that's in your house. Tomorrow I'll bring it back to you. They went and they took it and they said, oh, even the one in front of, of my house is my neighbor. To let me go over there. They went and they, oh, then somebody else had the revelation of the New Testament that says, who is my neighbor? Hallelujah. Then they said, everything I come across on a daily basis, that's my neighbor. I'm going to ask and borrow from them. They accumulated. They accumulated wealth. When you are coming to the house of the Lord, you are accumulating wealth. When you are at church on time, you are accumulating wealth. When you go on your knees to pray, you are accumulating wealth. When you fast, you are accumulating wealth. When we say Wednesday is the fasting day for the church, somebody doesn't even pay attention to that day. Hallelujah. But some are busy accumulating, storing in their warehouse, putting storages in their warehouses because they are in the anticipation of a day that's coming. Hallelujah. They are anticipation. They are standing in anticipation that there is something that's about to happen. There is something that's about to break. We are about to come out of captivity. We are about to be liberated. That's why the word of the Lord says, do not tire in well-doing. Don't tire in well-doing. Hallelujah. Do good at all times. Because the word of the Lord says, some when they entertained strangers, they did it not knowing that they were entertaining even angels. Hallelujah. Because they were busy just accumulating, doing what the word of the Lord had told them. Go borrow from your neighbor. Do good unto all, no, unto all men. All men nothing but love. You were just loving even when it was painful. You were just showing care when it was painful. Even when that person had told you some stuff that had hurt you, but you said, I'll still reach out to them. I'll still love on them. For them to have said that, it means they must be hurting too. I need to reach out to them. I need to mend uh, the bridge, the gap between us. Some did it not knowing they were accumulating wealth. They were accumulating wealth. Not knowing a day was coming. Hallelujah. When the Lord will show forth his hand, he said, I told Pharaoh to let my people I want to tell you for your trouble, the Lord is going to give you double. Hallelujah. Amen. You are going to get double for your trouble. The word of the Lord says when a thief is caught, he is not only supposed to bring back what he stole, but he is supposed to bring back sevenfold what he stole. 
So the Lord was exercising a principle. Hallelujah. The Egyptians had been stealing all the slaves, not knowing there was an accountant that was seeing, that was hearing, that knows the status of the books. Hallelujah. Not knowing there was an accountant that was keeping record. And he said, all the wealth they have accumulated. Hallelujah. They owe it seven times backwards to the children of Israel. So that day, the word of the Lord says, and the Lord says, finally. Let's, let's read the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. After the fifth, the sixth, there are times that you are going to have to knock. I know somebody's on their sixth knock. They are saying, I've been knocking, Pastor. I've come to tell you, keep knocking. That door will open. I don't give up on your ninth knock. <laughs> keep knocking, hallelujah. Keep knocking, hallelujah. Because the word of the Lord says, seek and you shall find. Ask and you shall be given. Knock and the door will be opened unto you. Hallelujah. Don't, don't give up the, on the eighth plague. Hallelujah. Then the word of the Lord says, uh, uh, Exodus chapter 12. Now when the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, this month shall be the beginning of month. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, on the tenth of this month, every man shall take for himself a lamb according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of the persons, according to each man's need. You shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish. Hallelujah. I'm going to skip a little bit and uh, go to verse 11. Sorry, verse 7. And they shall take some of the blood and put it on two doorposts and on the lintel of the house where they eat it. So they are given an instruction that they are supposed to take blood and put it on the doorposts, the children of Israel. I wouldn't want to be an Israelite on this day and not have blood on my door. Because the blood was going to be a sign that this house is supposed to be protected. Hallelujah. My God, I wouldn't want to be calling myself a Christian and not be found with the blood of Jesus smeared on my heart. I need the blood of Jesus smeared on my heart. Hallelujah. Because when the Lord comes, hallelujah, he's looking for the blood. And when he sees the blood, it's going to be for refuge and for protection. It's going to be for safety. Hallelujah. In this time, the Lord would want us to take refuge in him. He's saying, I've made a way of escape and a way of provision. That way of escape is by the blood. Hallelujah. So they were to put blood on, 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 the, on, the, on the doorpost. So as the angel of death would pass by, when the angel of death would see uh, the blood, he would pass. That's what we call Passover. Hallelujah. This was pretty much a type of what we now have as Easter. This lamb was a symbolism of Jesus that was going to come and to die, that we can live from captivity and go into his promised uh, promises for our life, into salvation and grace. Hallelujah. Verse 11. It says, uh, you shall let, verse 10, you shall, you shall let none of it remain until morning, and what remains until morning you shall burn with fire, and thus you shall eat it with a belt on your waist, uh, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, 
So you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. So they are told to partake of the lamb and eat it. They are told to eat it standing. Not on a table, but they are told to have their staff in their hand. Hallelujah. And they are told to have their belts on. Hallelujah. So that means readiness. They are being told to be prepared because something is about to happen that is going to be, that are about to be ushered into their freedom that the Lord had promised uh, Moses when he sent him to, uh, to the children of Israel. He says, tell them uh, not to sit down. Hallelujah. Help them to have their belt on, your sandals on, and all those things that you have borrowed from your neighbors ready in preparation. Because a time is coming where you have got to leave slavery. A time is coming where you are about to walk into freedom. It's going to come forth by the hand of the Lord. Hallelujah. So the children of Israel, they did as they were told. Hallelujah. And when the angel of death came and he saw the blood, he passed the houses of the children of Israel. But when he got to the Egyptians, all the male, all the firstborn children, animal and people were killed on that day. And Pharaoh said, tell them to get out of here. I've come to tell you the enemy that has constrained you for years. He cannot stand anything. The blood, when the blood begins to minister, it ministers freedom. And what he has stolen from you is about to be restored back to you. The days that you, you spend crying, uh, the tears that you have moaned, hallelujah. The Lord is not forgetting everything, but you are going to live rich, hallelujah. The word of the Lord says, when you're obedient, has fully come. Stand ready to revenge the days of ignorance. Today I've come to tell you the Lord has said I've heard what has been oppressing you. I know what's in your heart. I know the exact thing that's been bothering you. But I've come to tell you for your trouble I'm going to give you double. And I've made a way of provision. That way is by the blood. By the blood of Jesus. When you speak the blood you will be set free. You will be liberated Pharaoh will let you go and you will live rich. Hallelujah. You will live with wealth. You will live with the recompense of every heartache you have suffered at the hand of the enemy because I am the Lord that's been taking note. I'm the Lord that's been hearing and I'm the Lord that's mighty to deliver. The Lord made a way of deliverance when he gave his only begotten son called Jesus. That's why the Bible says he that did not withhold his only son how much more shall he bless us with everything not some things not minute things but everything that can be named in heaven and on earth it belongs to me there is nothing that is impossible with my God he knows the sleepless nights you have spent worried the Lord is saying do not worry anymore get ready Get ready. He said to them, take, their, take your belts. Put on your sandals. 
Hallelujah. And take your stuff in your hand. Get ready for this journey to go to another level. I'm taking you out. I'm bringing you out by a strong hand. This morning, the Lord has sent me to tell you, get ready, get ready, get ready. The Lord has sent me to tell you that the time of your breakthrough is now. The season of your liberation is here. The moment of breakthrough is today. Hallelujah. Can we stand up to our feet today? I don't know what, where you are at in your life, but the Lord is doing something mighty in your life today. He's working deliverance in your life. He's working a way for breakthrough in your life. My God, my God, my God. Somebody might say, I've been in this for too long, Pastor. But I've come to tell you, the children of Israel had been in slavery for 400 years. And the Lord says, I've been seeing what's been happening. And I've been hearing your prayers. And only, not only that, I know the pain and the suffering you've been going through. But beyond that, I want you to know that my name is I Am. My name is I Am. I am the bread. I am the healer. I am the savior. I am the way of escape. I am the Lord that makes a way in the wilderness. I need to pray for somebody that's been facing such stubborn situations in your life. The Lord has sent me to tell Pharaoh to let his people go. Let them go. Loose, loose them to do what God has called them to do. Loose them to do what God has called them to do. I just need you to begin to make a prayer, hallelujah, as the worship team begins to sing for us, hallelujah, my God. I just want you to begin to pray for your life. If you need prayer, I need you to make your way up, and I'm going to pray for you. the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To break every chain. Begin to declare it with your mouth that there is power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There is power. There is power in the name. In your name of Jesus.
My God, my God, we thank the Lord. Every chain is broken. Every stronghold is broken. Hallelujah. Begin to walk like it. Declare it as you begin your new week. Begin to say it over your week. My week is blessed. The days of my life are blessed. Favor is my portion. Favor is my inheritance. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord. May this week usher you into a new level of grace. May you go in the might of the Lord. May you go in the power of his grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A new chapter is starting in somebody's life today. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. As our ashes come up so we can take our offering, I want to declare a blessing of our, of our offerings to the Lord. Hallelujah. My God, my God, we thank you. My God, my God, my God. To somebody you seed today. Hallelujah. My God. It's going to be for obedience. Your seed is going to be for obedience. As the children of Israel that were called, told to go and borrow everything that glitters, all jewelry, all the riches, your seed is for obedience. Hallelujah. It is going to be for a sevenfold return on everything you have sown. In the name of Jesus, I declare a blessing over your giving, a blessing over your seed. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Father, as your people stretch out their hands together, we declare a blessing. We declare a blessing. Bless their, their, their the works of their hands. Bless their bank accounts. Bless their finances. Bless their families. Work mighty wonders in their lives. Lord, you will deliver them with a mighty hand. Your hand is mighty to serve. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. It's giving time in the house. Amen.